we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which this podcast is recorded and pay our respects to Elders past, present and Aboriginal Elders emerging. Welcome to the Vale Podcast. Local people, local news, local stories. And you're back. How you going, Jay? You're yeah. worn out, are you, poor love? It's been a big couple of weeks on the block. Has yes. it? Yes. Are you selling oh, any grapes? A couple of days off last week because of the rain. Oh. If you call that rain, six mil we got in two days. So. We got a bit more. I reckon we got ten mil out of our way. Yeah, no, I had six at my place. Jeez, yesterday was scary. Yeah. Um, could have dropped anywhere yesterday. Yeah. I think the juror copped it yesterday. Did you get some this morning? No. We got some this morning. No, no, yeah. I didn't get it. No, no, I've picked today and yesterday. So yeah, My was youngest good. was out playing in the trampoline, on the trampoline. What time was it? Was, oh, it must have been about 8.30. Oh, no. And I get a call from Peyton saying, Mum, Parker's out playing in the rain. I went, half his luck. Yeah, half his luck, but it was raining outside and they were still shaking the almonds. So. Yeah. But how's that going? They stopped for a couple of days last week? Yeah, they did. They had to. Yeah. But um, Luke knows now to check in with my knees ah, if it's going to rain. rain. And I said, yes, it is going to rain. Cover yeah. the nuts. And they did. So yeah, it was six mil. No drama. It was yeah. good that um, the catchment area's got about 100 mil. You can't believe that. 100 mil. mil? Yeah, 97 mil they got. So, That's a lot. So hopefully water will be affordable. So. What do you mean? It's down to like 520 bucks oh, now. Oh, only. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose it's better than 800 or 1,000. But um, yeah, um, hopefully there's a little bit more on the market and it keeps dropping. Mm. So. Have you been in the market for toilet paper? Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that been a media beat up? Oh, but I don't understand it. Even at Fishers last week, I yeah, went Carmel to. Yeah, Carmel showed me a picture of that. Yeah, yeah. But even what? Carmel said today, can't even buy a hand sanitizer in town and the chemist can't get it for two weeks. I'm a little bit concerned that washing hands is a new concept to people. Mm. You should be washing your hands. This shouldn't yeah. be a new thing. It's, it's funny. I did read somewhere that they thought by 2020 we'll be talking about. Uh, Cars that will fly and all this kind of stuff are mm. actually teaching people how to wash their hands. Yeah. You've got yeah. to wash your hands for 20 seconds to get all the germs off and all. We're evolving all backwards. Yeah, no, it's um, – oh, look, the coronavirus is there obviously, but – It's I, a glorified flu though. It's. I just think it's a media beat-up. Of course be it is. It's, it's, you know, you turn on the news and the first five stories about, oh, you know, this and that, schools are shutting – there's more people that die of suicide each year than what are going to die after coronavirus. Correct, so, and um, PTSD. And we're actually going to talk to Adam Young, mm-hmm. who is the man behind Walking Off the Wall Within. Okay. Yep. So, nice segue. You mm. are getting Yeah, I haven't very lost good it, still got it, yeah. So, <laughs> it's only been um, a week But, yeah, no, that, I just think that um, the media's got a lot to, lot to play for with this coronavirus. I think it's got everyone panicking, you know. And seriously, toilet paper, what, what's – Even the recycled stuff at Richie's the other day, gone. But even you couldn't you pay me to use that stuff. You can't buy it at Elders or Landmark or anywhere at the moment because people bought it in pallet loads. What? <laughs> I've heard a guy that bought a pallet load of it the other day of toilet paper. What for? I don't know. I, I, in, but, do people know that toilet paper, like the Australian brands of toilet paper, are manufactured in Victoria? Jay, and I, there's one in Adelaide. I can't believe that people actually wouldn't you if you think there's going to be. Doomsday, wouldn't you be buying food? Well, you'd think so. Bottled yeah, water? Exactly you can right. still get that in plentiful amounts at Richie's. <laughs> I just, I don't get it. But, you know, obviously one person done it, put it on social media, it grew legs and mm. now we can't catch it. Yeah, so. except I can't get, you know, important things to grow legs, like the 42K, I mean, that's growing legs. Have you mm. got a coffee cup yet? No, I haven't, but I've seen the hats. So I'm pretty yeah. – I was going to say, get, get me a hat. Luke good. designed all them. Yeah, no, that hat He's done good. a good job. Yeah. 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 Um, they haven't arrived yet, but apparently he went and saw the embroidery, so they did a, yep. a sample for him yesterday, so they're not far away. Yeah, We've no, I'll, I'll take a hat. That, mm. This looks really good. Excellent. So, They'll um, be in at Bobby's Surf at some point, so Carmel can sort you out, yeah. I'm sure. <laughs> um, so we've had Bill in here before yeah, you I missed got him. here. Well, it would have been good to catch up with Bill. Yes. Um, there was a lot of things to talk about, but he was in a hurry because we yeah. had a few meetings and all the rest of it. Okay. He'll catch you next time. Yeah. Um, Tony Zuko. Do you know Tony? No, I don't. I've heard Damn. the name. Yeah, I've heard the name. But uh, is I would have thought you would have. Any relation to Danny Zuko? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> Anyone with the last name Zuko is related to Danny Zuko. Anyone doesn't, no. doesn't know that. Just uh, – Google Greece. Surely everyone knows. Oh, everyone new, of our new generation. generation would not know it. Yeah, but it is a parental responsibility to sit the kids down and make them watch it. Is it if it's on Netflix, I'll probably look at it. If it's not on Netflix, I don't know that it is on Netflix. No, nah, it wouldn't be. No. I'm actually um, into into a new series. I'm oh, not a new series. I'm what Suits? Suits. I know Suits. That's the one with the lawyer. That's not really a lawyer. Yeah, Are you? Meghan Markle. Yeah, I was going to say. So, did you get into it because of Megan Markle? No, no, I didn't read her before that actually. 
Luke reckons she's the best thing on the planet. No, I didn't rate her, but now I do because she's um, a very good actress. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. But yes. it's a good show. Yeah, no, um, I, I watched the series before called Ranch with um, – Oh, yeah. Uh, that was That's good. a good show. That was really good. Yeah. yeah. But, um, um, there is a soap opera – Acting out on Instagram at the moment. Are you on Instagram, Donny? Yes, I am. Yeah. Have, are you totally friend, Do you follow Chalutz? Yeah, I've seen him dressed up. <laughs> I was actually, that was my next question. Uh, <laughs> I seen his uh, Facebook page. He was dressed up in his uh, white gown the other day. And um, that was a colour run or something. What was no, it? not colour. Well, it's the same sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. It's the Holly Festival. Yeah. So that's, I think that's where the colour run concept kind of came from. It's the same sort of colours, mm. the holly mm. colours or whatever, but it's a festival they have Looks in like India. he's having a good time to... anyway. So. He does look like he's having a good time. Um, I'll tell you what else is a good time, the cream puffs. They're in mm. the fridge from the Weeman store. The Weeman store. I mm. actually went to Adelaide last weekend mm. and it was about 8 o'clock when I went past there. thought mm. I'd pull in for a coffee. Mm. Closed. On a Sunday? Saturday morning. Yeah, they only open at like 9 o'clock on a Saturday morning. Oh, Spion. Oh, well. Yeah, it was... You'll I have thought to make I might have got one for there. free, actually. Oh, come on. I don't even get them for free. They feed us every Wednesday. So, um, but no, um, yeah, otherwise, grapes are good. Sell and slow. <laughs> <laughs> Tough cool. year. Thanks for your contribution. Actually, you know what? I got a message on Facebook today from a friend of mine in Geraldton, WA, yeah. saying that he was talking to someone from Sylvan who also listens to this podcast and he quite enjoys the discussions with growers. <laughs> You've Silver let the team down the today. Spray, spray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good spray unit, actually. <laughs> Interlink's better. <laughs> wow. Are you after, like, some Contra or? Oh, why not? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. We'll get the rest of this stuff out of the way. So once a month, we're very lucky to have Mayor Councillor Bill Moore in Robin Vale for a couple of meetings and... Couple of cream puffs from the Weeman <laughs> shop, aren't you, Lucky? Oh, now you're telling on me. Telling on me. Good afternoon, Jake. How, How are you? I'm okay. How are That's you? Good. Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. How you go? It's been busy in council the last month or so. Oh, well, uh, with everything, yes, it has been very busy. There's a lot to talk about, I suppose, but we'll do it quite quickly because I know you have to get back yep. for some more important meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, where shall we start? Should we start with Bromley Road and answer the questions? Uh, we can start with that if you like, yes. Fire sure. away. Line markings. Line marking um, is subject to um, Vic Road's approval. We have to pay for it out of our budget. Uh, it's going to be sealed in 12 months, supposedly. We can't announce any schedule as yet. Mm. Um, we'll, we'll, we won't be holding our breath for when they actually do do it. We'll look at ways at which we can actually change things around there. If we can, we'll investigate all possibilities with that and to... Uh, reflect the needs of the community here. I suppose the main point we need to stress with the Bromley Road project is that it is a Vic Roads road. It is a Vic Roads road and council are doing that, undertaking that road under their specifications. On behalf of regional roads, so the regional roads Victoria regional now. Regional roads Victoria, it's exactly what they are, regional mm. roads Victoria now, there's no more Vic Roads. Um, so yet council is undergoing that project on their behalf. Mm. to their specifications. Mm. There's another project just out the road where they're uh, altering the uh, the Hatter turn-off. Have you seen that? Oh, I haven't seen that yet, no. Jeez, they've removed a lot of trees. Have they? I mm. hope they've got permission. So do I. <laughs> That's what I looked at because they've even removed a lot on my corner okay. where they um, – we won't go into that, but I looked, gee whiz, there's a lot of trees that have been removed there. Yeah, I, I need to get down there and check that out. Yes, it's a big project, so um, – but anyway, so the Bromley Road line markings, our hands are tied effectively really, aren't they? Exactly, they are. There's minimal room for movement, but if there is room, we'll find it. Yes. We ca- caught up with uh, Phil earlier about the watering program. <laughs> the, yep. I know they've been training in a jungle. Yep. yep. So we've had a bit of a communication breakdown there. Mm. Um, the lines of communication weren't quite as clear as they could have been about who tells who when what happens. But uh, hopefully this morning we've cleared that up and... Um, a few other issues down there, um, so we might need to revisit the, the user agreement there. Um, there's a way forward. We'll work them all out. Nothing. Can, there's nothing that we can't work out. No, that's right. Time. And usually, like I said to Phil, if you need, it, with regard to operational stuff in Robinvale yep. and council goes, ask yep. Sue. Yep, ask Sue. Per- first protocol. <laughs> yep, exactly. Sorry, Sue, but ask yep. Sue. Ask Sue. Call the resource centre and yep. talk to Sue and the girls and... 
They know everything. They know everything, mm. absolutely. The update on the sale of the Bromley Road land, can we give an update just yet? Uh, the only update that I can give you um, is that uh, contracts have been signed. That's all I can say at this point. Excellent. Well, I suppose we don't know anything more than that, do we? Well, we could. Well, it's possible we could know things more than that. Um, but at this stage... Possible you know more things than I do. <laughs> <laughs> at this stage, um, contracts were signed. So we just expect the uh, project to uh, to go forward. Um, yeah. As per the... As per your no- normal business yeah. arrangements, yes. Correct. Hey, there's a really exciting program, and I suppose we can't talk too much about it, but the paintings that Brendan Kennedy's done down the street have had massive community impact, just as a bit of a positive, because there's so much yep. awful stuff going around in the world at the moment. And we, we had a, a look at a couple this morning uh, around, around K Square there on the... Mm. Uh, shade sales area mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Uh, absolutely brilliant. Mm. Um, beautiful. So, uh, yeah, the, the um, project um, that's proposed uh, on the toilet block there mm. sounds absolutely fantastic. Um, that'll um, that'll be, uh, what should we say, uh, brought to council's attention in mm. the near future. In the very uh, near considered future. Ve- I, I would say considered very positively. Mm. Uh, it's just the, the artwork around the town is making the making Robinvale look absolutely fantastic. Yeah, and I think it's really important that people join in. And Brendan's more than happy to tell the story and have people join in and teach the kids and or adults. Absolutely. If, look, yeah. Community engagement is, is so important um, in, in your community. So as I, as I said, just it brings the community together. I, it'll be just – I'm thinking – I'm really looking forward to it after mm. seeing the examples around town yet again today. Mm. Fantastic. Stone fruit harvest, sort of down the road at yep. Swan Hill. That's yep. just about wrapped up. Winding up. Um, so we were out uh, at uh, one of the major producers there. Well, I've actually had a couple of meetings uh, with the Melbourne Fresh Market and the Stone fruit growers down in Swan Hill there two weeks ago. Mm. Um, and they were all saying, you know, they'll be winding up in the next couple of weeks. But, of course, we've got table grapes and almonds mm. coming on. So part of our almost billion-dollar industry Mm. here uh, across the municipality. It is, and the rain has certainly slowed things down a little bit. A little bit. (laughs) Particularly on the almond farms. But they did – well, I know at least at our place they got all the nuts covered before the rain came last week, so that's positive. That is positive. Yeah. It is positive. And and, um, the other positive is it'll save a little bit on irrigation – very expensive irrigation (laughs) water at the moment. Yeah, that's right. It's come down a little bit though, hasn't it? It's come down to Mm. $520 a megalitre, I see. It's a $300 discount from what it was a couple (laughs) couple of months ago. Yes, well, as soon as it started raining and as soon as the darling started flowing, at least at the top end, the the, uh, price of water started to fall. So uh, that's at least one positive. Yes. We won't get into the water discussion just yet. First of all, Donnie's not here yet, so (laughs) (laughs) we'll leave that alone. But I have got some news for you with regard to Donnie. He's now gone on to the Lower Murray Water Advisory Committee. Oh, that's that's a good spot to Is, be. Isn't it? Yep. And I yep. just, I had to commend Donnie because yep. I'm always one, don't whinge about things if you haven't no. got a solution. Absolutely. He's found a solution yep. and he's working on it. Yep. So all power yep. to him. That's, well, that grower input, direct mm. from the farm to them. Because yep. that's, you know, a lot of these bodies these days, they've got no connection with the people they're serving. Mm. So with Donnie on there, that'll be a great That'll be a great. That'll be a great acquisition for them. Mm, maybe Regional Roads Victoria needs some regional drivers oh, on they, some committees. I reckon they might. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they need some advice on size of vehicles, by the sound of it. Yeah, it's pretty narrow up there. Yeah, Again, yeah, we'll touch no, on that later. Yeah, we will. Okay, two yep. more things. March long weekend, the ski race hugely successful yep. as far as the event yep. side and the local committee yep. goes. So well done to Jussie and Rusty and Kelsey yep. and and everybody else that was on that. Committee, yep. Stewie as well. Glenn Stewart's yep. on that committee. Is he? Yep. Yeah, good. Yep. He pops up everywhere. Yep. And here. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, great congratulations to the Robin Vale uh, Pattern Girls. Oh, that's the basketball. The so basketball. That, yeah, Sorry. that's yep. the basketball so, that went so, away yep. to the I statewide you, I carnival. You were alluding to that. Yep. <laughs> I was getting there. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, so they've uh, they've won the the competition there, mm. which is fantastic, and uh, the lady Pattingles also uh, made the final. So fantastic I'm uh, one achievements, of them. Mm. and you were one of them. I was yeah, one of them. Got the I've got the bruises to prove, to prove it. it. <laughs> <laughs> but we did. We ended up um, second on the ladder and oh, into the finals, which was awesome. amazing. But the boys yeah. didn't even drop a game. Didn't drop a game. It's taken well, them seven years. Yep. Yeah, well, but they didn't drop a game. There you go. 
They yeah. were incredible. Never, never, uh, never give up. Exactly. One of my favourite mottos is you never give up. We are on our time schedule, so I'm actually meeting the um, Shane Stone. The meter, um, he's following up on the drought. Where the money's going. The drought funding. The yep. drought funding. Mm. So Shane Stone, former minister, chief minister of the Northern Territory, and mm. now uh, uh, probably semi-retired. Mm. And, uh, yeah, ACQC. We're just trying to work out what, what the AC, AC is for. <laughs> we will find out. But you've got a number of lawyers in your yeah, family, well, so you three. can ask. I've got three. Two daughters-in-law and a daughter are all lawyers. So I reckon we might be able to get some... Uh, advice on that one. I reckon we probably free can. Advice, free advice. Heather's giving us the wind-up at the window, but I want to ask you one more question. <laughs> one more question. Now that Bridget McKenzie is no longer the, the Minister for Agriculture and David Littleproud is, yep. thoughts? <laughs> Discuss. <laughs> I think I'll, see, I'll stay right out of that one until I see some runs on the board. <laughs> Fair sure. enough. Awesome. Yep. Thanks, Bill. No worries. Thank you. We've got so much to get through this week. But it's great because we're at Network House and we've got a roundtable for roundtable discussions, which I like. I get no reaction from anybody. I really like the, the shape of the circle. The shape. So I've got Cindy Hinderhosel, I've got Glenn Stewart. G'day, Jade. And I've got Akessa. Yes. Everyone just, you're like Madonna, everyone just knows you. It's come closer to the microphone though so we can hear you. Welcome back to Robin Vale. Thank you very much. Great to be back. I was a little concerned when I saw that you had finished up with the NRL. Yes. I thought, oh, she's going to go somewhere else and do good stuff in some other community. But you're not. You're back in Robinvale. Yeah, still doing great stuff here. Though. Yeah, that's what I mean. You're doing yeah, great yeah. stuff here. That's... I thought you mean it was going to go elsewhere and do great stuff, but come back here and do... And do nothing. Great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully great stuff. Yeah. Hopefully. Now, Cindy, we've spoken to you a couple of times before about... Our place. Yes. Now, there's a couple of our places <laughs> on the cards as far as council goes at the moment, but this is the our place in Robin Vale, not the Swan Hill our place no. that is giving us a bad name at this point. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah. there's a lot of negative negativity around it, although we know that it's trying to do some good things. Mm. It's just got some negativity. But anyway, we won't worry about that. We'll no. worry about our place, Robin Vale. Yes. And it's really exciting that... I've been in this role um, for over 12 months, but I now have two extra staff members. So we're a team of three. So our place, if you could give it to us in a mission statement, Mm. what is that? What is our place working to achieve? Uh, Working to achieve better outcomes for children, families and the community. Mm -hmm. So it is um, based at Rumvale College, but it definitely is a broader community initiative um, so we're looking at increasing outcomes right from, by the, you know, the time that um, a family finds out they're pregnant. So supporting them through pregnancy um, and all of the stages of parenting. Mm-hmm. So early childhood, um, building up capacity in early years and preschools and in schools and right through then to assisting adults or the um, mothers predominantly, but could be fathers in getting um, work once their children are at school and supporting them through uh, volunteering opportunities and then opportunities to do some training, whether uh, formal or informal. Wow. So it's more than just school-based stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Very much community development. It is very much community development when you put it like that. Yeah. Stewie, yes. you're one of the new employees. Yeah, I am, Joe. Yes, <laughs> you've kept this is all Robin, three weeks. I was going to say this is Robin Vale's worst kept secret, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, you did say, you know, or Donnie said oh, you probably land on your feet, Stewie. Last mm-hmm. time I was in, but uh, so we did. So it's great to be with the Our Place team mm. in Robin Vale, and it's sort of uh, an opportunity again to revisit some of the work that we did under Advancing Country Towns a couple of years ago. So uh, really looking forward to it. Really looking forward to working with the guests and um, and Cindy mm. and the new person. Shortly. What's your role within our place? My role is the Robinvale Community Development Advisor. Um, uh, <coughs> advisor is an interesting term, isn't it? Go uh, <laughs> around tell everyone else what to do. Um, but uh, no, my role is to, uh, I suppose, attach to the our place with the school. But look at those broader opportunities in the Robinvale community. Uh, you know, the trade or the vocational education that we're offering, mm. etc. So yeah, there's a bit bit of work involved in there. Yeah. I, mean, I bet there is because apprenticeships are one of those things that's really fallen off on a national scale, oh, isn't it? Huge. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was a piece in the Herald Sun. 
uh, last week, and uh, you know, in Northwest Victoria apprenticeships had dropped by f- and traineeships had dropped by forty percent since a lot. Two- 2013. You know, and that's probably about a national thing as well. So mm-hmm. uh, it's about refocusing, resetting uh, around family, understanding the opportunities. And also working with industry to make sure that they're um, working back into the schools more effectively. Mm. When I was growing up, it was always, you know, coming through the back end of school, it was always either go to university, get a traineeship or an apprenticeship. Well, I think we lost our way to a certain extent when we... um, I'm an old tech school teacher, as you know, mm. uh, Jade, and uh, you know, I'm not advocating that tech schools should come back, but I'm advocating that we probably didn't take the advantage there about making sure that there's a whole range of pathways and that parents and kids are aware of those. It's not mm. all about going to university. There are some fantastic trade opportunities out there, apprenticeship and traineeships, as well as working in the broader broader community uh, through retail, etc. And uh, so, yeah, we've, we've probably skewed a little bit too far mm. in one direction, and so it's now about trying to bring that back in terms of the future pathways for Mm. young people in particular. It's almost skewed as far as the US, hasn't it? Because in the US, you don't go to college, you haven't got a future. No, that's right, and and, mm. and and all of that. I mean, I think uh, worldwide there's a you know, whole issue around uh, you know young people not seeing trades uh, more effectively. The Scandinavian countries do it very well, mm. but they start a lot earlier. Mm. So they start working with their young kids in um, in you know primary school mm. or their equivalent, and uh, they go from there. But um, and they cap their um, their tertiary situation with about twenty five percent of the workforce. Wow, mm. Scandinavian countries do things well. In a lot of areas. Well, they do, and it's all particularly uh, place-based, uh, which this our place is all about, mm. and uh, listening to community and uh, then trying to uh, put those initiatives in place. So, Cindy, you were saying that this is a 10-year program. Like, this is Absolutely. a long-term. Yeah, and it's so exciting, you know, because as um, Stewie said before, a lot of programs come in and out of the community and we just get a real handle on them and mm. they drop off. And so, yeah, the community can expect to see us around for, for 10 years, for so, 10. which is really exciting. The first thing I, you know, that, that we've been working on is to create three big reports, I suppose. So one of them is demographics report. So looking at all of the official data and the non-official data, as in the new population mm. reports and mm-hmm. things like that, um, putting them together. We've also... Um, engaged someone, a consultancy firm locally to do agency consultation. So talking to a lot of the service providers, both in Rumbal and those from outside of Rumbal who should be servicing the community, whether or not they are. Mm -hmm. And then the last one that we're working on that we've just pretty much started, but that's going to be our focus over the next couple of months is community consultation. So we'll get out there and we will speak to about a hundred individuals Um, And we'll make sure that that's a broad representation of the community. So Mm -hmm. all different languages and all different, you know, areas of the community and find out what their views are, Mm. what they think's working well, what's not, where they see the gaps are and and what they want to see in our community. Mm. And from that, um, we will get together and form a bit of a strategic plan of how we're going to move forward. So as far as talking to different sections of the community, Kessa, is that your role? Is part of it, yes. So. And how who who supports you with talking to those different sections of the community? So if you look at the population breakdowns and all the different languages and cultures and stuff, how does that? And you're a day into the job, so I don't expect you to know yes. all of these answers. But how's that going to work? Sorry, guess no, I'll, I'll just say <laughs> that we've actually employed um, some people, and we've still got potential to build on that some casual employees Mm -hmm. just employed to do some of this community consultation so they will be people with different language skills right um who can go out and see people who we may or may not see in the school or um yeah so they'll be definitely we've thought about that and how we can access those people good luck with that okay so what's the other part of your role that's a good question. So, um, <laughs> Have you asked that yet? I'm a, I'm a week in, so we've still got a lot of planning to do. But last week we spent um, in Melbourne mm-hmm. um, and we visited – so there's 10 sites in Victoria. So we visited a few of those ones. Um, a lot of them, especially being in Melbourne, are very different, obviously different mm. to, to Robin Vale being in the city and whatnot. Yep. But the demographics are the same, the same issues that they have – we have here cultural and linguistically diverse, diverse communities. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what we're struggling with here. I'm not so much struggling, but that those are going to be challenges that we will will face. So mm. that's part of it is 
getting to, I suppose, build relationships with them. Mm. Um, and then once we do our community consultations, like Cindy just said, um, then we'll find out what the community needs and how we can support and, and facilitate programs to help them, mm. I suppose. Network House, where we're sitting right now, yes. that'd be an important part of that, I would imagine, because Network House brings in community members from every different section of the community, don't they? Absolutely. So Network House, or Carolyn in the past and Jack moving forward, sits on our Robinvale Our Place, Our Place Partnership Group. Yep. So we definitely consider them to be an important part of the work mm. that we're going to be doing. It's a good place, Network House. It's a great, mm. great More spot. people should use it. And we really like the round table. Yeah, we really <laughs> do like the round table. <laughs> well, well said, <laughs> I told Jack this is our space room because it's just if we get four people on, yep. much better. Jack, you can stow down the back, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Stewie, as far as the community advisor stuff goes, does that mean you sit on lots of different committees throughout the community and are you starting to sit on more of those? Yeah, it will be a mixture of those opportunities to talk to those uh, different groups. Uh, but, uh, you know, it'll also be um, with Swan Hill Royal City Council, mm. um, a strong opportunity to work in partnership there uh, in particular, I think. And so, uh, and with the CEOs of the hospital and MVAC and uh, Mallee Family Care and then the school with Sarah, I think there's a real opportunity to work with a leadership group across the community to make sure that uh, we're on the right track. So mm. there are a lot of groups out there, but um, I'll be visiting those groups and talking to them about the opportunities that exist out here and um, our plan going forward. Well, thanks for coming in, guys. Akessa, yes. thank you, first of all, for coming back to Robinvale to do no, greatness. Thank you. It's great to be back. We look forward to talking to you more yes. in um, in the coming months and years because you're going to be around for a long time now, aren't you? <laughs> will be. Yes, excellent. One other thing, and uh-huh. I'm just going to throw this at you, you can answer or not answer, but right. as far as NRL development and like the – League stars. Yeah, league stars. Yes. Are you facilitating that here or is there a program? We'll be. We'll be. Yes. <gasps> Yay! Exciting. So the local club is Robinvale Storm, if you didn't know, but um, we might be running this through the school if we can wow. talk to Graham who's over there. Uh, will run league stars either out of the school or from the club and they are currently looking for somebody to take that role in Mildura. Mm -hmm. Um, Interviews are this week, I'm pretty sure. So um, hopefully soon they'll have a development officer here and we'll be running those league star programs. That's great. It's great Great to have an alternative because, you know, league is big here and it's getting bigger. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I've actually half considered playing women's but I think I'm too old. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming in, everybody. We'll be back shortly. Now we're talking about, we spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about all things mental health and the importance of talking about it and doing things about it. And that has become, I suppose, quite a, a common topic of discussion now, which is really good, yeah, Donnie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, look, it's um, opened my eyes up since I've been doing the podcast um, about obviously mental health and suicides and all that kind of stuff. And and, and showing that it is an illness and, mm. and a disease, and it's yeah, you know, if you've got it, it's got to be treated. That's it. And we've got Adam Young, who's one of the founders of Walking Off the Wall Within, which is happening this Saturday in Mildura. How are you, Adam? Yeah, I'm well, thanks, Jade and Donnie. How are you going, Adam? Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you for having me on today. No problem, mate. Absolute so. pleasure. I wanted to talk to you about um, this. Like this has grown to be a national event now. Tell us about those who haven't heard of it, and there would be maybe a couple. Tell us about how it got started. Yeah, the walk off the wall within uh, is, an, is, I guess, a legacy of Nathan Shanahan. So Nathan was a ex-service person, uh, and he was also a career firefighter both at Mildura and Ballarat. Uh, Nathan walked in 2015 from Mildura to Adelaide to raise awareness of mental illness in particular depression and post-traumatic stress disorder, which he was suffering himself. And not only did he walk over 400 kilometres in 10 days, but he carried a a pack weighing over 28 kilos to symbolise the the weight that a mental illness has on a person. Mm -hmm. So it was an incredible feat. Uh, And to do that in 10 days was, was very impressive. Sadly, Nathan took his own life in 2016. He mm. lost his battle with his uh, his mental illness, and so as a legacy, we're we're continuing the the walk off the wall within, and it's been going on in Ballarat since 2017 for the last four, uh, four years now, 
And uh, the exciting thing is that we're bringing it back home to Mildura where it all started. And we've got the walk uh, schedule for this Saturday, as you said before. Yeah, which is awesome. And Nathan was also a local Robinvale boy. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew Nathan. We, I played footy with Nathan um, in uh, the late nineties. Um, yeah, he's his father. I know his father, John, and he was involved in the footy club back in ninety seven. I think Nathan played in the reserves grand final that year. Um, and I think um, it. I'm not sure if it happened last year, but I know the year before. Um, we played a game against the Imperials on, on to honour Nathan's memory, um, and I know the fireys that day were there, contributing and, um, by handing out stuff to, to mm. you know hats and stuff like that. And yeah, look, yeah, we all we were pretty shattered when Nathan passed away, but um, yeah, it's a great concept that you got going, and um, you know, I hope everyone gets behind it, mate. So whereabouts Imagera is the walk. The walk will be taking place on the riverfront at Nawinji Place. So yep. there's the, uh, the the stage there. Yep. Uh, it's a beautiful stage, and we're taking really taking advantage of the beautiful Mildura Riverfront. Yeah, uh, and uh, it's just perfect for the walk itself. Mm. It is a beautiful walk along there too. Mm. So, how long is the walk, and do we have to wear you? you when we were, you were talking about Nathan earlier, walking with 28 kilos to signify the weight that it bears. How explain how the twenty eight kilos is? What does exactly does it signify? Uh, it's it's just Nathan felt that uh, at times the the weight of a mental illness, so the weight of his depression or his post traumatic stress disorder that he had, he felt that it was um, it was just weighing down on him, not only physically but mentally as well. Mm. And so he wanted to walk and say, "Well, do you know what? This is what it's like." and there was a really good example um, at one of the walks. It was um, the, a little girl asked her father, who was wearing a pack, why are you wearing the pack, Daddy? And the, the father turned around and said, well, he pressed his hand on the little girl's shoulder and said, well, this is the weight that people with a mental illness feel when they're not feeling well. And I just love that example, and it's an example that I share with a lot of people. And it just explains uh, quite clearly what Nathan was trying to, I guess, demonstrate to people that may not experience um, or be experiencing a mental illness, and at least they they start to understand and appreciate that the the weight that uh, these people are feeling, um, you know, is quite is quite suppressive. Mm, yeah. yeah, it really is, and that's I think that that's one thing that does get brought up brought up often is that you do feel like the weight of the world and there's this thing weighing you down that won't let you come out. So this walk is is great because it is, you know, it, Luke often, so at the moment, um, as I told you earlier, there's a campaign in Robinvale running for mental health with regard to getting a mental health clinic up and going and running a marathon, which mm. is bizarre. But for someone that does yeah. have depression, going for a run can be really quite mood-changing um, and we're seeing that with Luke sort of over the course of this training at the moment that he can be in a really bad space and if he pushes himself or I push him to get out and go for a run, it can actually change your whole Just freeze your mood. mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so yeah it- exactly. And like the people's – and it, there's, a, there's strong connections between uh, physical well-being and mental well-being. And, mm, yeah. and um, it's definitely something that within the emergency services, I'm a firefighter I'm stationed up here at Mildura, um, we've got a great program now that's looking to support the mental health of our firefighting personnel. And one of the key points that they, they ask us to consider – is looking after ourselves physically so that um, the follow-on or the benefits from that will be mental health. Yeah, 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 which is awesome. So it's a 20-kilometre walk? It is. Listen, it's um, you can choose to do the challenge. We've put a challenge out there. It's 20 kilometres with a pack weighing 20, uh, 20 kilos or more. Mm-hmm. Now, that's a, that's a significant challenge, and we're not expecting everyone to do that. It's a two ki- it's a two kilometer course uh, around the riverfront and the water park at Mildura and the windy place. Mm-hmm. But if people want to do half a lap, that's fine. Yeah. If they want to do a full lap, if they want to do four, five, even take up that challenge, it's it's all up to them. The the whole purpose is about walking side by side with one another, 
and talking about mental illness and suicide. Mm. It's it's quite unique. I, I, it's hard to explain to people that may have not participated in a walk before. The first walk in Ballarat that I completed and, and helped coordinate was I was walking around the track and I was talking about mental illness with complete strangers. Yeah. So mm. just out of the blue, people were telling me about their own situations and how they'd been um, sort of exposed to mental illness and, and their own journeys. And it was one of the most emotional and moving things that I've ever experienced. And yep. and so no matter what you're doing on the day, we encourage everyone, whether they're volunteering on the day or they can only give 15 or 20 minutes, we encourage them to register and to sign up and come down and walk at least one lap with mm. us to get that, to get that feeling and to, uh, I guess, get that support and show support for people that are suffering from mental illness. Yeah, that's it's an mm. awesome concept. Isn't oh, it? I know it's fantastic, Brilliant. Adam. In your experience, um, is there any signs that you can look out for on a family member or a friend that you know, Jay, you probably can answer this as mm. well? Um, that you might think, well, geez, there's something not right there. Um, so you start asking questions. Any signs, whether it's they're just not behaving the way they usually do or something like that. Or, you know, I've never experienced it, but, you know, you obviously got mates and that you to look out for all the I reckon time. you probably have, but you wouldn't – you probably don't know because mm. it's so – It's hard. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely hard. Um, I, one of the, the key indicators, and, and I'm no expert by any means, one of the reasons I'm, I'm you know, still on this journey is to uh, – for my own mental health sort of development and to, to be cognizant of what – those suffering from mental illness might be might be uh, feeling, yeah. but one of the things that we've often spoken about from a, an emergency service worker's point of view is that it's often our partners, it's our family members, it's our friends that might notice those those small triggers initially. They might say, "Oh, are you okay, mate?" Or yeah. you know, you seem really short tempered, and that mm-hmm. that some of the signs are you might be irritable, you might not be sleeping well. You might be um, in, the, in the interest of it. Might be something that you are. Images keep coming up in your mind, and um, so sometimes we don't always see it as individuals. We don't feel like that we're we're suffering uh, mentally until somebody you know and somebody taps us on the shoulder and says, "Listen, I'm really concerned about you. Yeah. Do you need some help?" Mm. And I think that's the thing that we're trying to talk about as part of the walk. We're breaking down that stigma, which is one of the catchphrases of our event. We're trying to say to people, you know, listen, it's okay, and everybody in our community, it's okay to at some point be, um, you know, mentally ill. And our job, I guess, as friends, as family, as community members, is to make sure that we, we try and look out for one another and tap that person or those people on the shoulders and say, do you need some help? Yeah. yeah, and I think you're probably you're right there, mate. Because um, you know, probably you know my father's generation, and, and you know, and he's seventy, and probably the uh, other guys that are a bit older than me um, probably thought it was weak to admit that they had a problem. But now it's yeah. it's normal, you know. If you've got a problem, get it get it checked, you know. So it's not, definitely it's, it's not think, a sign of weakness. So. Yeah, I agree, Donnie. I think it's it's come a long way. I think that the thinking has come a long way. We've still got a very very long way to go. Don't get me wrong; mm. we're not there yet. But I think that stigma of people feeling like it's a weakness or people yeah. being viewed as weaker than somebody else if they've admitted that they've got a mental illness. I think we're looking to break down that stigma, and that's yeah. that's a, a real goal of the walk. Yeah. Um, I think we've come a long way. I think there's still a long way to go, um, but it, it's definitely looking at that and saying, you know what, one in five people, one in five Australians will have a mental illness in their life. That's what I was saying before to Donnie. He he says he hasn't, he's never experienced it or known anyone with it, but it's one in five Australians, mm. so chances are you have. Yeah. And I think the signs are different in everybody yeah for someone like me i completely shut off and just yeah. don't you know become completely shut off other people like adam said might become really irritable stop sleeping whereas i just all that's all i want to do is sleep yeah you know that kind of thing so it's it's the people that you, that are closest to you that will notice first because yeah. they know what you what you're yeah, regularly are. like yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but so it's, it's, a, it's just different for every person. for everybody yeah. but the statistics are horrifying mm. one in 5 is that's yeah, horrifying. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah and I was I was probably one before I got educated about it. The thought that was 
you know, just the coffee out that yeah, just excuse or someone that you know, yeah, you know, just made it up or whatever. But now, now that I know about it, it's um, I was, I'm probably a little bit ashamed to to not actually believed it a long time ago. Yeah, so. but I don't think you're alone, Donny. Mm. I think, and this is that breaking down the stigma. Yeah. That's the importance of it, mm. um, because there are people that, you know, we're not we're not an older generation, yeah. but. But the way we were brought up by our parents, that you just didn't talk about those things. No, you right. know, you yeah. kept everything behind closed doors, and that was house, it. Wasn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah exactly. So, um, but it is important to talk about. And those, we, Adam, when you talk about walking with strangers and talking about things, those types of things are so cathartic for those people. Just being able to chat effectively with a stranger can yeah. be strangely. Really therapeutic. Yeah, it's, it's really special. And I'd like to share a story with you. What yeah. following the walk. Um, in 2017 in Ballarat um, to refer back to that event again. Um, somebody called me, uh, um, one of um, uh, a man called me and said, um, Adam, I was considering taking my own life that weekend. And he said, I, I, I went for the walk. I did the walk. And he said, I finally felt like I wasn't alone anymore. Yeah. Wow. And, he, and he said, it's changed my mind. And so I don't know how that individual is now. It was very, it was... Um, you know, it was a private call, yeah. but the you know, in our minds already, our walk, our event, our cause is already a success yeah, because yeah. that individual chose to take a different path. Mm. And so, um, anything that we can do from now on, it's all about saying to people, "You're not alone." Mm. We are looking to break down the stigma, and if we can give you a small amount of confidence to feel that we are with you to take that first step in seeking support. You know what? That's a big tick and we've, we've done our job. Absolutely. And that, that's the thing. If you save one life, then the job, oh, it's a success. It's worthwhile, that's for sure. Yeah. Nathan's family coming down for it, mate, on the weekend? Oh, definitely. Definitely. And, um, you know, John Shanahan yeah. and, um, and Leslie yeah. uh, and along with, um, you know, uh, Felicity and the whole range of, of family and yeah. supporters are all coming down. Um, they they are very active still with the um, the, the football game, also with yep. the Imperials and the Rombale clubs. Yep. Um, and so when this came up, when they when we started to talk about bringing the walk home to Mildura, they were over the moon, and it's going to be a very emotional time for them because you know obviously Nathan um, spent a lot of time in Mildura. Yep. Um, so yet they are coming up, and um, they are very, very passionate about trying to improve the lives of those suffering with a mental illness, I guess in the hope ultimately to um, to prevent this happening from anybody else. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Uh, if it, and look, like you said, if it saves, gets through to one person on Sunday, um, your job's well done, mate. Mm. It's as simple as that. So. i tell you who else yep. is walking. Pangy and Brownie. Donnie. They as are. In, as yeah, in, as in Sam Pang and Jonathan Brown. Brownie, that's yeah. a big coup. Mm, yeah. It is it a big is. coup. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to send Luke down to actually go and ask him face to face. He's I, not answered an email or a letter yet. Uh, oh, How rude. <laughs> I tell you, I wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I wouldn't know who to talk to first. I think uh, Sam Pang's a pretty cool guy. Yeah, uh, I was kind of got. But then Brownie's the type of guy you'd love to have a beer with after the walk too. So, True. Yeah, but uh, No, we're wrapped it so Sam and, and Jonathan can, uh, can come along. Um, we, uh, we were able to get in touch with um, their managers and, and they, as soon as they heard about the, uh, the event, yep. um, they were up in Mildura. They said, yep, absolutely, we'll be there. So um, they're looking to be there from about um, lunchtime onwards. Yep. We're going to uh, get them to, to talk to us all and, and, um, and we're asking people to come down and, and do, a, do a lap with, uh, with Pangy and Brownie um, and uh, have a chat to them and, and talk to them about um, you know, the reason that they're supporting the walk. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So it starts at 8.30 at Nguyenji Place. Do we have to be there at 8.30? Because I imagine 20K is like 10 laps of the 2K course is going to take a while. Can we can we come later on or 8.30 on a Saturday? Yeah, it's really – it's um, we, we've set, a, a, I guess, the opening for the walk at 8.30. We've got Club Aquarius, which is our challenge sponsor. They're starting a warm-up or a stretching activity at 8 o'clock on stage down there. Mm-hmm. If people are interested and would like to come down, more than welcome to. Uh, but at 8.30, the event actually formally opens, and we're suggesting that we'll, as soon as all of those those small speeches are done, we'll, we'll kick off the walk. But people can come down either um, at that time or choose to come down later in the day. It just depends when they've got time and they can do uh, a lap or two. That's awesome. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great for sporting clubs to 
incorporate a bit of their pre-season training in that too, mate. So, you should uh, do it, Donny. Although you pulled, you couldn't walk for three days after footy training last week. Trained once this year. <laughs> still struggling. So, I've got a pack. We've tried buy. to we've tried to reach out to all the clubs and suggest just that, Donny. Um, yeah, just yeah. saying to them, well, you know what? What an awesome preseason. The reason that yeah. we've said it at this date is just for that purpose. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we've got Redcliffs, we've got the Imperials, yep. um, and I've spoken to Robinvale and. They've all said, we're going to get some teams down there. Yeah. We want them walking in their colours to yeah. show their support of, of mental health uh, in our communities. Yeah. Awesome. So we yeah, need no, as much red down there as we can. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Oh, I'd, Definitely yeah, show like, them up. Yeah. Like, like I said, I, uh, <laughs> if I'd done 20 Ks with 28, with 28 Ks with 28 kilos on my back, I Just reckon, put one of the kids on your back. They weigh less than 28 kilos. Yeah. Than kids. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it'd be great for, great for some, some of the boys to, you know, some of the younger boys mm. are probably – don't really know what mental health is. They actually go down there and actually hear stories from other people. That'd be great. Or they so, might be too scared to say something yeah. or don't even know, especially the younger kids mm. might not even know that there's anything wrong or why they're feeling the way they are. Especially a connection with Nathan playing in mm. a premiership in 97. That, that'd be awesome. That's so, right. Yeah, I yeah. know that um, John's still involved with a few ex-committee men around here and um, he's still, you know, like, he's, like I said, he comes to that Imperials game and, and we love seeing him there. So, mm. Um, mm. Yeah, look uh, – I won't be there, mate, because we're in our middle of harvest, but I wish it was a different time and I probably would have, uh, yeah, made the effort to do. don't know about the 20K. might have got 10K out. So, but No, no, that, that's no problems at all, Donnie. And, and listen, we've got a lot of people like that. And, yeah. and so what we're suggesting is if, if you can't come along on the day, if you can't register, yep. um, then we're encouraging people where they can and where, where they're able to is to, to do, donate yeah. following the, the same link, um, which is you can find the link at uh, www.walkoffww.com. Yep. Um, you can both register and donate at that link. And um, so cool. that way... You know, you can support the event in other ways. Yeah, so. no, great. Mm. That's great. And we'll put the link on our uh, Facebook, on the Footy Club Facebook as well. It will be, and it'll be on the podcast website. Yep. So it'll be everywhere for people to uh, re- – can they register right up until the morning? Absolutely. Uh, we, of course, we'd love people to register as soon as they can, but we've got a registration marquee down there on the day. Right. You can uh, And you can register any time of the day. If you want to roll up at, at 12 o'clock, and you think out of the blue, I've got some time. I'm going yep. to give you 15, 20 minutes to walk a lap and mm. come down, mm. register, and, uh, and and walk with us. And uh, that, that's all we're asking. That's, that's brilliant. Great. You know what? Yep. I'll go. Yeah, I reckon. Yep. Yep. You I'll should, be in that. I'll wear my footy club. This yeah, year, you'll be right. You'd... Yep, I'll put my polo top on. You can have my uh, footy jumper if you want it. I don't, think awesome. your, I don't think your footy jumper is going to fit me, Donnie. Oh, I think you'd be right. Uh, I think you're about half the size. <laughs> I, I've got kettlebells that weigh more than you do. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, That's I will be there. I'll Adam, commit to that um, now. I hope it's a great success and we'd love to get you back on maybe next week or the week after and, and fill us in how it all went, mate. That'd be great. So. Yeah, more than happy to. And thanks very much for all your support, guys. And, uh, yeah, fingers crossed it all goes well, which I'm sure it will. And if and, – um, and the game between Imperials and Ronville goes ahead this year, which I hope it does, mate. Don't hesitate in any way to give me a call and I'll help out any way I can, mate. So That sounds good, Donnie. We'll definitely do that for sure. Beautiful. Thanks, Adam. Thanks, Adam. Okay. Cheers, mate. Thanks, See Donnie. you on the weekend. Thanks, Jade. Bye. Hmm. Lots to get through. Thanks for joining me for <laughs> an eighth of it. Yeah, no, that's all right. Whenever I can, I'll jump in. <laughs> Take the glory, get the ratings up. So, yeah, well, that's exactly great, right. Great, um, great chat with Adam. Mm. Um, great chat, and that'll be a great event. Oh, definitely. You know, I'd, if it was a different time of year, you mm. know, I'd definitely have a crack at that. But I definitely, if I can do anything for the Imperials Ronville game, I'll, mm. I'll be involved in that. No problem at all. So yeah, I think there's a massive, um, there's a massive opportunity there to make it big. a really big one. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah you play all these other other rounds that um, yeah, obviously mean a lot to other people too. But to play something. Play around like that. That um, for a guy that, you know, he played senior footy for us. He mm. played in the premiership in the resies, as I said, and he was a all around nice guy. Mm. So you know, married with, I think he had two kids also. So um, yeah, yeah. Like I said, I was a bit naive about the mental health and all that kind of stuff. But uh, the more I talk about it, the more I um, 
read about it, yeah, it's it's something that's got to be hit on. And yeah, we bang on about coronaviruses and all that kind of stuff, but this mental health's here to stay. So mm. we got to, you know, obviously. and there's not a cure for it, no, exactly. Right. And I don't think there ever will be a cure for it. Yeah, and this time of year too, in this area, you know, obviously in our harvest and everyone's stressing, and, you mm. know, whether it's almonds, olives, grapes, or whatever it is, you know, mm. it's, a, it's it's a stressful time of year. Mm. So you know, don't be afraid to have a beer and say to somebody, "Are you okay?" Yeah. So. Even you know, even things like. Postnatal depression is a real. That's a massive killer. Yeah, it's a sure. massive killer, and it's it's something that goes. It, still, people don't talk about it. They don't no. like to talk about it because they don't like the way that they're feeling, mm. um, which is totally understandable. I get it, but it also people don't talk about it because they think that it's a sign of weakness, mm. and people don't want to hear you whinging about something. Mm. But at the end of the day, if it's gonna get you better, just talk about it. Mm. And my wife Carmel says to me, she. She loses her husband for six weeks of the year, eight weeks mm. of the year during picking because mm. I'm, I'm just a Harvest prick. widow. I'm an asshole. Yeah. You know, I, I bite her head off. You know, I, I come in. I leave at 5 o'clock in the morning. Don't get home till 6, 7 o'clock mm. at night. And yeah, I, every time she asks me a question, I just you know, snap and whatever. But yeah, and I know, I know I'm doing it, but it's just hard not to do it. Yeah, she is knows. it because you're tired? Oh yeah, no, it it's just, definitely and stressed. Yeah, you know, stressed. You know, yeah. you've had a bad day with with work or grapes aren't moving or you know something like that. Mm. And you, you take it out on the people you love, I suppose. Mm. At the end of the day, yeah, that's it. And um, you know, I know I shouldn't be doing it, but yeah, it's just that time of year, I suppose. But um, yeah, I, it's not know. an excuse. You should buy your beautiful wife a big bunch of flowers and say, "I'm sorry, I'm an asshole, Carmel." I took it to Adelaide a couple of weekends ago. So. With or without the kids? With the other kids. Oh, okay. That's a holiday. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we love our kids. Oh, we do. <laughs> oh, well, that's not a holiday. Yeah, we actually, the Adelaide Fringe Festival was there. So we, oh, that's cool. Yeah, we got to. Um, I love the Fringe. It was unreal. I've yeah. never been to one, but yeah. yeah, we were staying on uh, Foam Street, right in the city, yeah. and they had all performers along the street. Yeah. And it was it was awesome. Yeah, the actually. Fringe Festival's yeah. awesome. Yeah, had comedians flat out. You know, all the good comedians were there, which yeah. was good. Um, yeah, yeah, no, it was a big thing in Adelaide, and mm. yeah, it was. Speaking of your beautiful wife, it's a twenty-year mm. wedding anniversary. Yeah, just yeah, first first week in October, I guess it's the seventh or something like. That. I get confused because we got got engaged on the third. And then we got married on the seventh, but I'm not sure if I. Oh, got you're married. only engaged four days. No, it was bloody two years. I was engaged for a year. Well, I can't remember, but yeah, in between footy and cricket season, yeah. obviously. So yeah, it worked out really Big well. Big two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Both so they are, just yes. enough time to go away for a honeymoon, to get back and <laughs> play sport. But um, yeah, no, twenty years this year. It's a it's a long time, but yeah, still going strong. Big trip. Yeah, you uh, think you're not as we, we had something organised for overseas, but this bloody coronavirus, you don't know what to do. So it might be, uh, might be just Tullibuck Manang or somewhere like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's some nice, a really nice rental we're, units over in Houston. We're in a pub. Yeah. Right. But um, yeah, um, shout out to uh, Richo. This academy he's got going for these 12 to 14 yep. year olds. Uh, it's going really well. Yep. Get plenty of numbers there, which is good. Mm. And the kids are loving it. And just to go on that. Next Thursday, which what date would that be, Jay? It's the 19th, 19th. Is the junior registration? Yes, down at the footy oval from 4 p.m. Yes, there so. is a there'll be a sausage sizzle too. There's yes, an there event is. on the Facebook page. Yep, get on there and have a look. Yes, so you know, if you want your kids to play nine, tens, elevens, I didn't realize how many junior grades there was. Well, under nines, under no, tens. no, really, it goes under tens, but there's an under tens Colts, it's called under 10 Colts, yeah, then under tens. So if your t- kids, your boy's turning or girl mm. is turning nine, can play under nines, which is under mm. which ten colts. Mm. And then if he's turning ten, he plays tens. They, they girls also mm. obviously yeah. And mm. then there's nine, uh, sorry, twelve colts mm-hmm. and twelves. Okay, but it doesn't look like we're going to have enough in the twelves to run two sides. Okay, so we just run one twelves. Right, and then the fourteen premiership the, team. That's my premiership team. I'll yeah. be coaching them. So. <laughs> That's an eight-year plan. Yes, I, told I know. You that. Yeah, I know. And you just watch your space. I'm hey, telling you, I, I would not doubt you. Is, I'm telling you, mm. by 2028, we'll be holding that cup up in September. Well, I hope I will be there anyway. <laughs> so, and then there's uh, 14s, and then again, and but there won't be enough in, to have two sides in the 14s. Okay. And then there's only one in the 16s. So Vince Utica coached the 14s. Mm-hmm. Jackson's got the 16s. Mm-hmm. Um, David Albanese coaches the nines and Mick Raffa does the tens. And Luke's doing Auskick. Yes, that's yeah. great. Oh, yeah. Actually, that was, when I heard that, it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah no, that's really, he's really good. He's so excited. Yeah, no, that was fantastic. I'm glad to see he's getting back involved. You know, we, he could play footy in his day, Luke. Mm. He was actually captain when I um, coached under-18s. Yes. Him and Richard Hendrick were joint captains. Yes. And yeah, no, it's great to see Luke back involved yeah. in that. Really good. Yeah, so. and I think if he wasn't running this marathon this year, he – 
given how fit he is at the moment yeah. and he'll only get fitter, he could probably be convinced to play footy. Well, I was going to say, why doesn't he have a run? Josh Healy's running around again. Is he really? Mm. Stop it. No, he was, he's dropped a few kgs too. He so. looked good the other day. Oh, you weren't here, but he came in to have mm. a chat after Courtney's first game in the mm. AFLW. Yeah, And I yeah. thought, geez, Grub, you're looking all right. Yeah, no, he, um, I didn't train. I was down there helping Richo with the academy and <laughs> I've seen him at the end. Yeah, you know, he said he's going to have a crack, so, which is good. Good on him. Mm. Well, that's so, great And there's a news. practice match on Saturday. At Bell Reynolds. At Bell Reynolds, yes. Against just Bell Reynolds or uh, Swan Hill coming over as well? I'm not 100% certain, um, but I think it's a round robin and it's between Bell Reynolds and Swan Hill. And that's on Saturday? Saturday, 1 o'clock. So that counts out the walking off the wall within then, doesn't it? Oh, it does For our do. blokes. Yeah. But doesn't mean the netballers can't yes. put the kids in a pram. Yes, they're in the middle of gradient at the moment too, aren't they? Yeah, trials. Yeah, I think they have yeah. three weeks of trials. Yeah. yeah, just to work out where everyone, which grade everyone's going to sit in. Mm. So. Um, your beautification on the Lachy Road, where's that at? Well, we've had Bill. 31st December, we, wasn't it? If you had been here earlier, you would have oh, heard. Sorry, uh, someone was... Well, the road construction was supposed to be finished by Christmas. Yeah. It wasn't quite. But let's remember, it's a v- regional roads, Victoria. They're not Vic Roads mm. anymore. Regional roads, it, it's not our road. Yeah. So we. Project manager, I suppose, the project for yep. Vic Roads. So it's all about approvals, permits and funding cycles. Yep. Uh, but what about uh, in the middle of those nature strips? Are we going to get any greenery in there? Yeah, or? there will be, but it, that hasn't been approved How yet. are you going to get the water there, Jay? They're going to bore the – Wasn't that thought of before the road? Yes. Yeah. Yep, by us, uh, regional roads. Again, it's a they kind of go, no, this is how we're going to do it. And we go, well, it's – just doesn't make sense, does it? No, it do- and we had this conversation today. If it was a private project and private enterprise, yes, it would have been finished now, done yeah, properly, yeah. complete. Mm. But when you have to, when there's government departments that get involved and processes and funding streams and yep. whatever, it can be just all over the place. And unfortunately, and this is the thing when you are on local government, the feds and the state – Utmost respect to both of our members. But the feds in the state bringing all these things like the glass recycling bins at the moment, that's a state government Mm. thing, Mm. but the councils are copping the flack for it. And that's not our – like ratepayers are going to have to pay for it too. It's not going to be a state tax. Exactly. Exactly. The state and the feds are always quick to Mm. handball. What about the um, Lachie Road project with the subway and Mm -hmm. whatnot? Is that still – Contracts are signed. Ready to go? Yep. Well, it's not ready to go, but yes. What's your time frame on that? We we don't know. I haven't turned in the interview on Jade Benavid. No, that's all right. Ask away. It's been pretty quiet on that front. Yeah. Um, The contracts have been signed. I don't know any more than that. We did ask Bill about that. He may know more, but that's all we can say at this point. But the the terms of the tender process was that uh, once it's settled – there's a maximum of two years for it yeah. to, ha- to have it fully developed. Cool. So, That's good. Yeah. so and the ski race was a great success it, on the weekend. Massive yeah, success. Yeah, there's people everywhere. I went up, went over to Houston Saturday night. I couldn't believe the people that were down the caravan park. So, well, that's good. Yeah, that's what great. we wanted. Yeah. And there was a lot of locals down there supporting yeah. it too, from what yeah. I hear. No, it was yeah. really good. And Carmel worked on Friday at mm. Bobby's, and obviously a lot of people from out of town come in mm. associated with the ski race, and they yep. said. They hope this ski race never dies because it's the best, you know, um, ski race out of the top four. So, really? Yeah, they love because it. Because of our river here? They love the river. Yeah. yeah it's the best part of the river. Yeah, yeah. it really yeah. is. Yeah, Echuca's a great place, but she's the river's ordinary. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, and it gets worse it when you get down to Swan Hill and then yeah, after yeah. probably Boundary Bend mm. where it really opens yeah, no, up. it opens up beautiful mm. along here. And we've got the best part of the river. Yeah. So it's really good. Yeah. Um, and the uh, – been away in – Shepherd and playing basketball. That's what I was going to say, yes. The, I was actually going to touch on the basketball season mm. finally finished in Robert. I know. <laughs> Eight it was a later. lot. I know. It was um, a lot. And if you've refed, the pays are ready. Go and pick them up from Kerry Ann at yeah. leading. Uh, no, what are they now? Robinvale. Leading appliances? Oh, no, they're not leading up their uh, appliances yeah. and furniture or. Actually, she should get in and sponsor. She is, actually. Oh, cool. She's waiting on me. Yeah. I've been. Yeah, no, very it's busy. done and dusted. <laughs> All the premierships have been decided, which is great. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me who won them, but <laughs> uh, well, Rangers, Stevie and Ben's team. Yeah, they beat my nephew's. They team. They beat your nephew's team. Yeah. Yes. So who won the women's? The women's was Eagles in overtime, which was a great game. The Eagles only won by two points yep. against Calabasas. Okay. So it was a and great then... game, which was good because Calabasas beat us the week before. B grade was it? B? Yeah, there is B grade. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Hawks won that. Okay. Over. I want to say Okamos. Yes, it yeah. must have been because Molly Heaps was playing. Okay. Yeah. And then there's obviously 16s and 12s. Yeah, and I mm. – Oh, I know the 12s was won by Vince Udico, whoever he coached. Um, yeah, I did. I, I umpired that game. Yeah. I don't know what they're called. It would be Giants, I think. 
Probably. Think, but that's as much as I know. But the boys did um, the Paddingle – uh, Rommel Paddingles, um, I think that's how you say it. Sorry if it's not. Um, basketball team that went to Shepparton yeah, for the Vaxel Carnival yeah. won without dropping a game. Mm, I've seen that. Is, yep. You should have seen Where'd them, Donnie. Where did the girls end up? We ended up second. Oh, good. Second on the ladder, got into the finals and came up against. So they merged A and B grade for women this year and came up against an A grade, a yep. very, very good long-serving yep. team yeah. um, and didn't have Steve, who's our coach, yeah. because he was, he was playing, playing in the first final and it kind of fell to bits, but that's okay. Ah, good experience. Yeah, great experience. And the young girls seemed to love it and they, they were awesome. So cool. good on them. Yeah, that's I've got great. the bruises all yeah. over me to bruise it. Yeah. Mm, anyway. Meant to be non-contact, isn't it? Basketball. Basketball's never been a non-contact sport. Oh, there you go. So much Ever. And that's why I love this carnival because it's good physical Have a crack. basketball. And that's how basketball's supposed to be. It's, yeah. you know, use your body. That's what it's that's what it's there for. Oh, great. Um, that's about all that's happening hmm. in the violin. Hmm. Just, that's yeah. it. I'm going home. Yep, no, no worries. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Vale Podcast. Subscribe at thevalepodcast.com.au.